0: Welcome to IMEC Regional 2021 Podcasts. The show is dedicated to present research results of Polish scientists as authors or co-authors of papers presented during the Regional Conference of European Marketing Academy. The Regional Conferences are aimed to attract researchers interested in marketing issues, in changing and growing markets, and regarding a regional perspective project has been supported by the Polish National Agency for Academic Exchange under the program Welcome to Poland. My guest is uh, Dr. Małgorzata Ćwil, author of paper presented during a Mac Regional 2021 conference uh, under the title ECO Driving Implementation Determinants in Polish Railway Companies. First of all, uh, Małgorzato, thank you so much for agreeing to participate in this project. And I have to say that your paper has strongly intrigued me. Of course, the topic of ecology uh, in the context of transportation is quite trendy, but eco-driving in Polish railway companies sounds very interesting. So where did you get such an idea for research?
1: First of all, Yolanta, thank you very much for this invitation. It is a pleasure for me that I can tell you about my research and the idea for the research maybe a little bit also about my findings about the idea, where from that the idea came from. Actually, as usually in life, I did not plan to conduct this kind of research, But I took um, part in one of the meetings in Utrecht in the Netherlands with uh, Dutch railway companies because they published a paper, Five Years of Eco Driving, which was really, really interesting about uh, how they implemented this in the Netherlands. Mm, I was working with a Polish company who are doing similar thing in Poland, and I found out that approach is totally different in two countries. They really concentrate on the social studies, on behavior. And in Poland, there are almost no studies, no social studies in this field, according train drivers, according uh, railway companies in general. So I decided that it will be interesting to conduct research in Psychology in management regarding railway companies in Poland to compare the findings, what we have in Poland to what is in other countries. The Netherlands is considered to be one of the best countries as, as far as railway industry is concerned, actually. So this was the moment that I got this idea to start the research in Poland. And no doubt it is interesting interesting it is important uh, because of the ecologic aspects but not only actually the cost of energy in Polish railway companies it's are really huge so when we introduce eco-driving it can have also economic impact on those companies
0: okay so it's really a great story I think behind your topic a research topic and what was the main goal of your research uh, presented uh, in the paper yeah because i know that uh, this is not the only paper you produced <laughs> in this uh, research area but uh, but if you if you could uh, tell something more about the main goal of this research presented during the conference
1: maybe I will start a little bit with eco-driving itself. So um, eco-driving is the idea of minimizing the energy that is being used, just like in cars. And while uh, introducing some um, styles of driving, changing a style of driving, we can reduce the energy that is being used, just like in cars, similar in railways, uh, railway companies. However, the driving styles are a little bit different, but still it's about changing behavior. And I wanted to check, first of all, what are the attitudes of train drivers what do they know about eco-driving about driving styles and how can they actually um, impact the energy that is being used and then if railway companies in poland introduce this kind of initiatives and lastly what factors actually influence train drivers behaviors in this matter so when eco-driving is concerned
0: Okay, so how do you reach out to train drivers? Because, you know, I'm curious what the the structure of the sample was uh, and how you contact this kind of people, yeah?
1: I had this opportunity to cooperate with a Polish company, Reds company, that is introducing innovative initiatives in Polish railway companies. And they are introducing eco-driving, but not only. I cooperated with them when introducing gamified application that showed uh, train drivers how much energy they use and so on. And uh, then I decided that I can actually uh, reach uh, railway companies and make broaden this research and this topic of, of eco-driving. And uh, when I started talking with railway companies actually they got really really interesting in this kind of research because no one did it in Poland (laughs) so it was the first time for them that someone was interested in social research in their companies so most of the company eco-driving was just beginning to be introduced in Polish companies when I started the research. So there were actually only two companies in Poland that introduced such initiatives. And when I reached them, when I started talking with them, they actually were really interesting in this kind of research. They helped me a lot. They said when is the best time to conduct interviews with train drivers, how to reach them, how to talk with them, actually. They made it possible for me to take part in some meetings uh, concerning eco-driving, but not only some trainings for train drivers and so on. So um, because of the fact that the topic was new in Poland, I think it was easier for me to start this kind of research because people were really interested in the findings that I could get.
0: Okay, so you probably uh, met uh, the most uh, train drivers in Poland, yes? Yeah? So you are a well-connected person here in Poland. But what do you think? Uh, I think that uh, the railway transportation in Poland is dominated by men, but it's only my opinion. Is it true or not?
1: I conducted my research into big railway companies in Poland all there are no women working as train drivers or train driver instructors in those two companies and we are talking about few hundred people there are no women at all so yeah they are dominated by men but it is also job that is not easy not easy for a woman because I during the interviews sometimes I asked about it just out of curiosity it wasn't my research uh, but I asked why why there are no women this job sounds to be interesting actually mm-hmm. but it's about the character of work the the hours they they are working long hours the shifts are they change like um, every day they can change every day some Sometimes it's eight hours, sometimes it's 12, sometimes it's four hours. So it really is not easy when you have to combine it with having family, kids and your husband is working, for example. But there are some other things that are not easy, probably for a woman to accept, because if you are working for eight hours, for example, this is your shift. And sometimes you have no time or there is no toilet anywhere nearby so in the uh, train stations where you go so this is also i would not even think about it but uh, this could be one of the reasons why actually it's not easy for a woman to start working as a train uh, driver oh, i think this is a
0: very uh, interesting uh... Story behind uh, <laughs> uh, behind the, behind the sample structure. Yeah. yeah. So, what research methods did you use in your study? Of course, not only maybe uh, in uh, this uh, paper presented mm-hmm. during the conference, but you have already mentioned that uh, you you had some interviews. But uh, I don't think so that it's uh, the only one method you have used. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So the research itself was uh, really huge, I would say. I'm more a quantitative researcher myself. I graduated quantitative methods. I uh, teach statistics. I use a lot of quantitative research, but I couldn't start with that because it was something completely new, especially in our country. And uh, I found out like in my personal opinion, the situation uh, in other countries, for example, the Netherlands, is totally different. Their uh, hierarchy, for example, in railway companies, the um, culture that they have in their companies is so different to what we have in our country that I couldn't even think about hypotheses for my quantitative research for Polish railway companies. That is the reason why I decided to start with qualitative research, with interviews, just because of the fact that there was no similar research conducted in our country. So I started with qualitative research, with interviews, uh, semi-structured, and only then I uh, conducted the interviews not only with train drivers, but on also train driver instructors and, but also their managers. So uh, it was really interesting to find out how eco driving is introduced in uh, Polish companies, but also how the whole structure looks like. What about the uh, problems they are facing? What are the challenges and what are the successful factors as well when introducing these kind of initiatives? And only then when I knew more about the project, more about the companies, their the style of management, the culture, uh, organizational culture, only then I could think about Hypothesis for my quantitative research. So this was the second part of my research. So I used mixed methods, started with qualitative, then quantitative research. And only then I knew what kind of theories I wanted to introduce in my quantitative research. I conducted uh, this part of research using questionnaires. So I gathered uh, data using questionnaires. Also, I used the theory of it's of plant behavior. So it was a uh, social research, but I already knew what I want to study after my qualitative part.
0: Okay, so how many people you interviewed and how many people took the survey? And the survey was uh, digital? It was a computer as a state web interview or maybe paper and pencil interview or something like
1: that? So I started with interviews. In my interviews, uh, 18 people took part. It's not a big sample, but it was enough for um, all the research questions that I had for my qualitative part. And I knew that I will uh, have a chance to broaden everything in my quantitative uh, part of the study. And uh, I decided to, <laughs> to use the traditional way of conducting the uh, study. Uh, meaning paper and pencil one. Why? (laughs) Uh, Almost 300 train drivers took part in this part of the study, which is quite a lot, I think, for this Mm -hmm. kind of study. And I'm pretty sure it would be not possible when I uh, use the internet, when I just send the link to my questionnaire and uh, use this kind of study. The easiest way to do my research, both of the parts, was during the training. Train drivers, every three months, they have a few days of training sessions. And they gathered uh, all of them in one building and have uh, the whole day of different training. uh, Starting with the training with, for example, uh, some psychological stuff but also about their driving styles, like everything, some new vehicles that they are going to use, everything. But uh, what was important, all of them were gathered in one building. And it was a perfect opportunity for me to gather the data that I needed so, of course, I needed the permission to do my research, but uh, they agreed that during the training session I can do both interviews and also uh, my um, service.
0: Okay, your research was declarative. To what extent do you think the declared attitudes of train drivers may be reflected in actual behavior?
1: First of all, I wanted to combine it with actual data from their rights. But then, unfortunately, the research will not be anonymous anymore. And if I wanted to gather as uh, many answers for my questionnaire as it is possible... I knew that it needed to be anonymous. I mean, as many, but also honest ones. Because I, uh, even during the qualitative part of study, even during the first part, I got the questions. Okay, I can tell you that, but don't tell my manager, for example. So I knew that it has to be anonymous. And that is the reason why it was impossible to combine with real data from their rights. But I think that uh, because of the fact that I did not gather any data about uh, themselves, uh, like the surveys were anonymous, I hoped because of that I could get uh, the data that I needed. But also at the same time, I gathered some data about the rights. Of course, I couldn't compare it with each of the questionnaires. But in the whole picture, when we take a look at the company, um, we could see some trends and they were in line with the data that I collected from the questionnaires. Okay. Uh, have you measured the effect of experience
0: uh, on the attitudes uh, and behavior of train drivers? So, for example, uh, probably you uh, question uh, drivers uh, uh, who have been in profession for many years, for example, and maybe not so many years. So, sometimes they have certain habits and uh, uh, f- maybe they don't want to, to change uh, the behavior. So, what is the opinion uh, of yours here?
1: Mm-hmm. In the interviews, there, I had also this feeling that there are some people who are working for a l- lot of years, because actually in train drive companies, you have people who've been working there for 20, 30 years, really a long time. So they have their own behavior patterns and don't want to change it. But then in the quantitative part, actually, this wasn't confirmed. It, uh, um, there are some people who are working for a li- really short term and they don't care about eco-driving, they don't care about ecology, they don't just don't want to change their behavior. And at the same time, there are people who have been working for a really long time, but they are really interested in the, this kind of initiative. They want to change their behavior, even if it's not really easy for them because they, they already have their patterns. But uh, it turned out that the, um, how many years they work in the company did not really influence their behavior or their willingness to change behavior.
0: Okay, so the, I think that uh, the evidence of your results of your research uh, support also the, the recently busted myth that uh, this is the mainly young people who are concerned about the climate and are interested in ecology. So, it's not just a question of age. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Yes. Yeah, that uh, is true.
1: That is true. And in my research, uh, it turned out that there is one really uh, crucial uh, issue when it comes to changing your behavior and style of driving. It's not age, um, but it's. how you perceive this kind of uh, initiative as eco-driving. Because if we say about it as an ecologic change, and if you perceive it as ecologic change, then uh, a lot of people really at least try to change their behavior, try to use less energy. But there were some train drivers, actually quite a big group of them, that perceived it more or less as an economic change. Meaning that if they change the way they drive, it would uh, actually uh, have influence uh, on some saving. So they will actually earn money for their company. It would be not for themselves. It just will be Mm -hmm. for the company. And those train drivers who perceive this more as uh, economic change, economic initiative, they weren't willing to change their behavior. So uh, I found out that it was more about perception of these kind of initiatives and all in all we know that it can have actually both results economic and ecological one but the perception of uh, train drivers and what is the main uh, reason of introducing such an initiative had a really big impact of how they uh, behaved whether they changed behavior or not whether they changed the, the way of driving so,
0: if you think you have an Im- impact on reality, yeah, so you are willing to change your behavior. Yes, <laughs> somehow. Okay. So, uh, ecological did,
1: <laughs> uh, impact. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: absolutely. Did anything surprise uh, surprise you in this uh, this research?
1: Yes, there were quite many things that surprised me <laughs> actually. Um, maybe I will start with the first part of the research, so qualitative. I did not know much about train companies, uh, railway companies in Poland, especially how they work from inside. What we see outside is something completely different. And for example, the hierarchy, the communication, the problems that they have, they are facing on everyday basis, I knew nothing about that. And for example, I found out that... Um, There are train drivers, the lowest stage of management. These are train drivers, instructors, but they are still perceived by train drivers as part of the team, as they do not perceive them as higher in the hierarchy, let's say. And the communication there is just perfect. But then on the second stage in the hierarchy, you have uh, managers and there is almost no communication between uh, train driver instructors and train drivers and managers on higher stages of the hierarchy. So it was surprising for me to find it out that there were so many problems with communication and you could see it when introducing this initiative, but also other ones. And, um, but then talking about uh, eco-driving, uh, what was uh, also surprising for me, because even when we are speaking here, we are saying about ecological aspects. And if we think about eco-driving, even this eco part, it stands for ecological But uh, it turned out that the majority, around two-thirds of train drivers, perceive it more in economic uh, aspects, not ecological ones. So it was also really surprising for me to find out that, okay, I'm speaking about uh, sustainability, we are speaking about ecological aspects and for sure because uh, when using different style of driving you can reduce uh, energy consumption by around 7 to 12%. It depends on the study but let's say around 10% which is quite a lot. And still the majority perceive on it only thinks only in this um, economic way saving money not doing something good actually for our planet earth not doing something good for ecology so it was also really really surprising how they perceive this kind of initiative especially that it was communicated in a way that it's ecological not economic so it was really surprising for me or maybe um In terms of uh, image of the companies,
0: yeah, I think that uh, the the benefit is here ecology. But uh, in terms of internal relations, I think that uh, the people inside are more down to earth. Yeah. So it also, uh, I think, first of all, it's business. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, if you like hear how they are um, explaining it in the companies it's always about ecology so uh, that's the reason why i was surprised that more people perceive it as like the main reason of introducing this kind of initiative was economic małgorzata uh,
0: could you tell me do you think that your your uh, your research is uh, universal or only strictly connected to to polish context What do you think? For example, of course, uh, you you have mentioned uh, Netherlands, for example, Mm -hmm. but uh, that uh, this is uh, absolutely another word. Yeah, but maybe uh, your study could be also more universal, for example, in terms of different uh, transportation means. Mm -hmm. What do you think or not?
1: I was thinking about it, and Mm -hmm. to be honest, to answer this question, I would have to conduct more research in this topic, (laughs) because I'm not sure. I think that the quantitative part of the research, it can be used in other countries, but also in different um, kind of transportation means. I mean, if we are thinking about uh, metro, for example, or trams, it is actually similar to trains in some of the ways. It's not the same because, for example, the distance between the is totally different, but it could be introduced. And generally, my um, the model that I uh, used in my quantitative study, this is the model of behavior. So I think it can be introduced in some other transportation companies, yeah, so, uh, some mm-hmm. different contexts For sure. But my qualitative part of the study was really about Polish railway companies because uh, the context really mattered here. I really wanted to dig into this kind of culture that we have in our country. So I think that, that those kind of findings that I had after the first part of the study were would be really hard to broaden in any other industry or another country. But I'm not sure. Maybe the situation in some other countries, like the organizational culture or hierarchy and everything about it, this is similar in other countries. For sure, not Western Europe, because... um, I can give you an example. In Poland, the groups of train drivers, these are large groups, 60, 80 people, and they have only one train driver instructor. So there is like one manager for 60, 80 people. It's a huge group. In Western Europe, it's up to 20 people usually so it's a huge difference when you manage uh, 20 or 80 people and you try to introduce some changes in the company that is the reason why some like uh, from this organizational point of view i think that our companies um just work in totally different manner but when like the quantitative part of the study was more about behavior of single people, single train drivers. So it was more about individuals. And here, I think that the findings that I got from this part of research could be introduced in different companies, different contexts, different countries.
0: Okay, so the last question, do you plan to continue this research topic?
1: For sure, I plan to... (laughs) uh publish some more studies about the uh, findings that i got because it's still in the process because this is the topic of my phd actually which i uh, and i had a defense one month ago. <laughs> so i just um, finished um, the research and now i'm still i'm going to uh, write some um, papers about it. And I'm not sure if I will continue this one. I think I need some time (laughs) to think about that. Uh, Because there are some areas which could be still broadened. And eco-driving nowadays is introducing more and more train uh, railway companies in Poland, which is interesting because this is actually happening on a broader scale and so on. So I'm not saying that I finished with the subject, but I need some time to figure out what I want to study in the future. For example, what is interesting and could be studied is the fact that not only train driver behavior influence the energy that is being consumed. There are other factors, like, for example... (laughs) weather, The temperature that we have, uh, but uh, also the route itself or uh, the type of the vehicle or the schedule and how much uh, time actually we have to go from one station to the other because it influ- influences the time and uh, that we can use for semi-co-driving. And I think it can be studied, but... Uh, Maybe in the future, I will conduct such a study, how much energy actually we can save by changing the behavior and how much energy is consumed because of some other factors. Okay. Uh,
0: thank you very much, Małgorzata, for very interesting and thought-provoking uh, conversation.
1: Thank you very much, Jolanta. You are listening
0: to EMAC Regional 2021 Podcasts. My guest was Dr. Ma고자ta, chief the author of paper under the title Eco-driving implementation determinants in Polish railway companies.